Welcome to the Empower You Financial Podcast. I am your host, CEO and founder, Eva Palacios of Empower You Financial. Guys, today I'm going to talk about a crazy topic. Well, not so crazy to me, but crazy to many of you. Because there's just so much information out there that a lot of you just don't know what's right, what's wrong, what do I do, what do I do in my situation, and um, and we're going to talk about it because I actually got four to five DMs asking, Eva, how do I handle my collection debt that is on my credit report? That's what we're going to talk about today. Because I know there's a lot of mixed messaging out there, right? You have these other guys that are like, no, don't pay those collection accounts. It's not going to help raise your credit scores. No, as a matter of fact, just pay me and I will settle them out for you or just pay me and I will get them completely deleted off of your credit report. And then what happens? You pay out all this money and you don't get the results. So we are going to go ahead and talk about it. So first and foremost, guys, do me a favor, support, share this information, like, subscribe, share it with your friends and family, and let's help teach financial literacy throughout the entire world. Okay, enough about that. Let's get to it. So first and foremost, guys, you have to understand the collection process. So let's break it down. Let's pretend you owe a credit card company and it falls behind. You, you, you miss payments and now you got a 30-day late on your credit report and now a 60-day, 90-day, 120 days, 180 days, 180 days. We're talking six months. Generally speaking, it takes at least six months of non-payments for your credit card companies or your loans, personal loans. Let's, let's, let's get good at this, guys. Personal loans or unsecured loans. We're not talking about mortgages. We're not talking about auto loans. We're not talking about anything that's secured. We're talking about unsecured consumer debt, credit cards, personal loans. On average, it takes about six months of you not making any payments to these guys before they actually sell your account off to collections. And I don't know about you, but that's a lot of time. That's a lot of time. If you're experiencing some type of hardship, call your creditors and ask for help. Don't let it get that far behind because guess what? Every account that you fall behind with 30 days, 60 days, 90 days, and so forth, every single time a negative hits, that's going to bring down your credit score and your credit score will drop way faster than it is to actually recover and bring it back up. So for all of those who have had excellent payment history, never once late, you go 30 days late on one of your accounts, you can easily knock off 50 to 75 points. It's dramatic, guys. And then to be able to rebuild and to clean it back up, it's going to take a lot of work. So don't let it get that bad. Ask for help. Call your creditors. Ask for payment plans. Ask for hardships. Ask for refinancing, modifying. Like, ask for it all because we want to prevent those lates from happening. But let's talk about worst case scenario. You have a credit card debt, go six months with non-payment. They're calling you. 
you're ignoring them. They don't know what's going on. So they don't have a choice but to figure out who's going to pay me my money. Eva Palacios failed to pay. Who's going to pay my money? So they sell it to a third-party collector. Now, this third-party company could be a collection agency, a law firm, or an attorney. They get to decide. I will say this. The bigger banks, they don't play. They get the number one, number two, the top three collection agencies nationwide. They'll sell your debt to them. Now, here's one thing to know. When they sell your debt, that collection agency is paying the creditor. So let's just pretend credit card company ABC sells it to collection agency XYZ. Collection agency XYZ is going to pay them pennies on the dollar. So let's just pretend credit card companies, you owe them 2000 Who knows? Collection agency may only buy that debt for 1000 You don't know that. They're not going to tell you. But what the collection agency is going to do is they're going to say, well, you owed credit card company ABC $2,000. Now, as a collection agency, we're going to tack on more fees. And now maybe that balance goes up to $2,500. Well, guess what? Now that collection agency is going to start calling you. Now, credit report wise, credit report wise, here's what it'll look like. It'll have ABC, credit card company, balance. It'll most likely say charged off or placed for collections. Now, at the end of the day, both of those mean the same thing. It means that creditor took a loss. Now you owe somebody else the money. When the collection agency comes in and tries to collect on that debt, that collection agency has every right to then report it on your credit report as a collection account. Why? Because they bought the debt. Now, at the end of the day, when that collection account pops up on your credit report, that drops your credit score even more. So this is why we want to prevent this from happening. Because the further delinquence it becomes, the more points you lose credit score-wise. So now it's in collections. And let's just say you can't pay it. Life, financial hardship, whatever is the reason, you still can't pay it. Well, that collection agency, they can charge fees. As long as they have the debt, they can charge fees on it. Now, here's what most people don't realize. that credit, If that collector says and decides, you know what? We haven't heard from this person. We've been sending them letters. We've been trying to work out payment plans, but we're still being ignored. That collection agency can then pursue legal action. They can file with the courts. And now you're being hand-delivered a summons. This is where they're threatening legal action. And if you don't respond back within so many days, they automatically win a judgment. What does this then mean? If they obtain a judgment, that is a court order document that states you owe them the money. And not only do you owe them what they said you owed them, now they're going to tack on court costs 
and attorney's fees and all of these nonsense stuff driving the debt to become a higher number. Once they obtain that judgment, they can use that judgment and enforce it to now garnish your wages, dip into bank accounts and liquidate bank accounts, or if you own property, they can place lien on the properties. So at the end of the day, guys, it can get ugly. The question is, is how ugly is it going to get and how fast will this, will this process take? And honestly, there are some collection agencies that are more aggressive than others. I've seen some of my clients be sued for $500. Or I see some of my clients that owe $9,000 to a collection account on their credit report and it's been more than three years and nobody's trying to collect. At the end of the day, as long as you owe that money, you will always have that potential risk of them coming after you to collect. So I want to take the time out and really discuss what your options are. Because again, there's so much information that's out there that you don't know what to do. And depending upon who's feeding you the information, they may have a hidden agenda. They may have a reason to give you that information to maybe intimidate you, to get you to pay them for services and things that They promise to do, but at the end of the day, they can't deliver. Long story short, guys, if any of you are working with any companies or services that say they'll handle your collection debt for you, they'll negotiate settlements for you, they'll consolidate and put you on payment plans for you, at the end of the day, guys, the relationship is not between you and that person or company. The relationship is between you and the debt collector. So you can pay whatever middleman you want. But at the end of the day, that collector can still take legal action to collect on the debt. And that middleman, guarantee you, they didn't put nothing in writing stating that the collector can't do so. So you have to get good at doing research, reading fine prints, and really understand who you are paying to give you the right information. So let's talk about it. First and foremost, if you've got unpaid collection items that are on your credit report, tip number one, if you have unpaid collection items on your credit report, yes, it's affecting your credit score as long as it's an unpaid balance. And the tip number one is, to focus on paying the lowest balance first. Because as each balance turns to zero, that will do two things. Number one, raise your credit score. And number two, remove the liability. Remove the roadblock. And I'm going to get to that in a second. But let's be real. You got all these people out there talking about don't pay the collections because it's not going to help your score. Yes, it does, guys. I have been in this industry for over 25 plus years. I am coaching my clients all day long how to not only satisfy those collections, but tip number two, offer them a settlement. Let's pretend you owe collection agency $1,000. Call them up. Hey, collection agency, I see that I owe you $1,000 on my credit report. I don't 
I don't have all kinds of money. As a matter of fact, I just lost my job. I just lost my mom. I lost my spouse. I suffered a hardship. Is there any room to negotiate a settlement? What they're going to do is they're going to say, okay, what can you bring to the table? How much would you like to settle for? I always recommend start less than half. If you owe them $1,000, start at 400 bucks. See what they'll say. No matter what, if they agree to a settlement, you need to get it in writing first. Because remember, the credit report shows that you owe $1,000. If they agree to settle for $400, you need something else in writing that says they're agreeing to that. Because once you pay them the money and you don't have nothing in writing, guess what? They can still hold you liable for the remaining balance because nobody has anything in writing stating otherwise. So you have to be sure you get it in writing first, then send them the payment. This way, if they don't update your credit report accordingly, now you've got documentation. A letter that states they've settled for $400. Let me send this to all the credit bureaus that that account appears on. And now, because you've supplied proof, the credit bureaus have no choice but to update your credit report accordingly. See, if you don't have anything in writing and you try to dispute it with the credit bureau, all they're going to do is call that collection agency and verify do you have any balances owed under Eva Palacio, social this, data burst this? And if collection agency says, yeah, she still owes us 600 bucks, guess what? Credit bureaus leave it on there at $600. So again, guys, tip number two, offer a settlement. And you can offer settlements on all of your accounts if you wanted to. But here's what I recommend. You don't want to call everybody all at once. You only want to call starting with the lowest balance first and only if you have the available money to do so. Because at the end of the day, when you call everybody that you owe, guess what? They're going to get the impression that you've got money. They're going to get the impression that you're trying to make some moves. And if you're initiating contact, that means they're going to start collecting. So let's pace ourselves. We only call the collector when we have the ability to pay. Because another thing is when you're doing a settlement offer, they only give you a certain amount of time to take advantage of the deal. Usually no more than 30 days. So it could go something like this. Hey, collector, I don't have a lot of money. Are you willing to settle? They say, sure. What do you have to offer? Negotiate less than half. They may say yes, or they may say, hold on. Let me take a look and verify with my manager. What they're really doing is they're looking at the history of the account. How long have they had the account for? How much did they purchase it for? And whatever they purchased it for is what you are offering more than that. And are they going to profit? Because that's really what it comes down to, guys. They want to make money. And at the end of the day, here's another... Let's call this tip number three. At the end of the day, every state has laws that protect you as a consumer and protect the creditor as well. Disclaimer, I am not an attorney, but you can look this up. Google, what is the statute of limitations on debt collections in the state that the debt 
was originated in. So if you've always lived in California, then you'd look up the statute of limitations for California and you'll know that it's four years. What this means is the creditor has four years to collect on that debt legally, which means if four years go by and they try to sue you, they will not win because the statute of limitations has expired. So that's tip number three. Before you think about settling these debts, you need to look up your statute of limitations and find out, has it expired already? Now, this is where it gets tricky, guys, because the statute of limitations is based on the last time you made a payment. So you may have had this credit card account for 10 years, And then it fell behind with no payments and ended up in collections three years ago. But then somebody called you and they intimidated you into making a payment plan and now you just sent them $20. Guess what? That statute of limitations starts all over again from the time that you last made a payment. So if you're going to make the decision to make any payments or to do settlements, Understand what your rights are and understand when that clock may start over. So again, I'm not an attorney, but you can definitely look this up. Now, there's another law that protects you as a consumer, and that's the Fair Credit Reporting Act. Now, this is a law that states any debts that are in your name that you owe can sit on your credit report for seven years. I bring this up because even though you settle the account or you decide to pay it in full, regardless of what you do, that's a perfect question. Eva, should I pay them off in full? Should I settle the accounts? Like which one's going to look better on my credit report? At the end of the day, guys, as long as that balance turns to zero, credit score increases and the liability is no longer there. So whether you pay it off in full or you settle the account, it's still going to be the same outcome. I always say, make sure you know what your consumer rights are. And number two, how much money are you going to save and will it be worth settling it? Now, everybody's worth is different. I say, if you got a cell phone bill for 130 bucks, pay it off completely. Come on, just pay it off completely. But if you owe $1,000, $2,000, or even more, let's do a settlement and let's save some money. Because depending upon what it is that you're going to be applying for in the future, too many settlements on your credit report will eventually look bad. You do want to have, you do want to show that you're able to be a responsible consumer that handles their finances and completes and satisfies all obligations. So you want more paid in fulls on your credit report than you do settlement accepted or settlement received on your credit report. Okay, guys, I hope you're still with me. I know that's a lot of data. But at the end of the day, know that these are options for you. Because while there are companies that are out there that may be able to offer and negotiate settlements on your behalf, know that number one, they cost a lot of money. Number two, there's no guarantees. And number three, 
you can do this on your own. You don't necessarily need somebody to do it for you. Now, you're probably the one that's like, but Eva, I don't want to make those phone calls. I don't want to deal with these people. I would rather pay somebody to do so. Just know that when you pay, it's a risk. And the risk is they never even actually settle the accounts for you. So this is where you got to get good at deciding what's worth it to you. Now, at the end of the day, the reason I'm a huge advocate at number one, resolving your debts, but number two, satisfying them is because guys, we want to be able to look into the future. Today, life may be rough. Today, you may have suffered some losses. Today, life may have hit you sideways to where you're like, you know what? I'm just going to let them all go. I will deal with them later. Now, later's come and you want to buy that house. You want to buy that car. You want to be able to, I don't know, take out a loan or start a business. But you have these unpaid negative items on your credit report. Those are all roadblocks. If you don't take the time out to invest the time to resolve these debts, invest the money to satisfy these debts on the front end, you're just going to end up paying for it on the back end. What do I mean by that? If you don't satisfy these accounts now, when you do apply for those loans, you'll probably get approved, but now you're paying 30% interest. Now you're dealing with finance companies or loan sharks to where those relationships are going to become a whole lot more stressful because of the types of accounts and the types of businesses you're dealing with. So choose your heart. Choose your heart. Will it be easier for you to handle the accounts that you have now and save yourself some money by doing some settlements or resolving them now? versus leaving all of that on your credit report, allowing it to hinder you, causing other financial institutions to then charge you more money to borrow because now you appear as a risk. Because guys, when I teach people how to build a credit portfolio, I'm teaching people how to build with the top nationwide banks, the credit cards that are paying you the rewards. You want to fly for free? guess what? That is a reward. That is an incentive that the banks give you for modeling good behavior when it comes to managing your finances. If you've got any late payments in the last 12 months to get a rewards card that pays you cash back, free flights, free hotel stays, that's not going to happen. A lot of these creditors have internal guidelines to where if you got late payments in the last 12 months, you got unpaid collections or charge-offs, you got judgments or liens on your credit report, that takes that opportunity off the table. And guys, I promise you, you investing the time and energy to clean up this stuff on your credit report, it's going to be, put it this way, it is so refreshing. It is a weight lifted off your shoulders. I don't know about you, but if any of you have ever been in a position to where you used to get rejected and now you're getting approved for 0% interest credit cards, you're getting high limits. I don't know about you, but like that's a certain level of confidence. 
Like I take pride in having 26 credit cards with available total credit limits of $260,000. We're talking a quarter of a million dollars in available credit. I don't know about you, but that makes me feel some type of way. And it's not because I have the ability to charge. It's because these financial institutions trust me. It's because I can go into a dealership and pick out a car and walk out of there in less than an hour because my financing is already on point. As a matter of fact, I walk into the dealership just to pick up the car. Why? Because I negotiated the car online with the online sales manager before I even made it to the dealership. Why? Because my time is valuable and I don't need to be convinced in the financing office of these people who are just trying to sell you. So guys, it's time. Take control of your finances. Let's get good with knowing what's on our credit report and how to tackle them. Start with the lowest balance first. Pay it off in full. Do a settlement. Once that balance turns to zero, credit score increases, you move on to the next and you repeat, repeat, repeat until it's all nice and clean. Because in order to start rebuilding credit, you got to clean up and satisfy the bad. You got to clean up and satisfy the unpaid negative balances because as long as they're on there, you're not going to get the best financing that's out there. The banks are going to look at you and they're going to be like, we can't trust you. If you couldn't even pay that $168 Comcast bill, we're not going to let you borrow $1,000. We're not going to let you borrow $5,000. Or if we do let you borrow it, guess what? We're going to charge an arm and a leg. Now, I don't know about you, but guys, that sucks. Like they're kicking you when you're down. The audacity of these financial institutions charging you more money on top of money that you already owe. But guess what? That's business. We got to get so good with our finances that we're able to improve our situations and now walk with posture and confidence. So guys, I hope I've added value to you. Like I mentioned earlier, like, subscribe, share this with your friends and family. I look forward to helping you live life on your own terms. Take a look at what you see, what I become. It ain't hard to tell. Young legend, I'm an icon.